coming up on this episode of Don't Panic. We begin by hearing Colby and Dan's review of the new iPhone X and try to diagnose my haunted modem. Then get into the tech news of the week, including Twitter rolling out 280 characters to everyone and Snapchat's new redesign. Stick around, Don't Panic starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 182, recorded November 13th, 2017. They broke Twitter. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on Gadgets, the Internet, and UI. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by these co-hosts, two guys who can count all the way up to X. It is Colby Rabidou, Dan Miller. A uh, <laughs> little iPhone joke there. How are you guys doing this week? Happy happy November. Happy, happy uh, November. Happy November. Almost really, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Terrible day in New York today. It was just weather-wise. Gross. Yeah, it was just oh, yeah. gross. It was, it was grimy. And I bad. also... I had a terrible day. I I was I had to go on a, a business trip last week and I uh because I have one of these fancy new USB C Macs, mm-hmm. I thought to myself before I left, I need to take my charger with me from the office, otherwise I won't be able to charge it. Uh thinking that I didn't have one at home. Uh but then I got home and I realized I did I did buy an extra one. Uh and as a result, I put that one in the bag with me to go on the trip. And then I, I took it out when I uh, unpacked. And then I used that same bag when I came home tonight, uh, or when I went into the office this morning. And lo and behold, the charger that I had taken off my desk was at home in my other bag. And so I showed up to work, went two hours just, you know, sitting there on my computer without a, a battery. It's on battery, thinking that I could plug it in at any moment, and I could not. So I had to drop a cool hundo at the Apple Store on another freaking charger. Mm, damn. Oh, the you're in the satellite office, too. That When that happens to me, I just go to IT and get another charger. Yeah, yeah and not only that, but there's no one else at my company here who had a new MacBook. So I couldn't even oh, like, no. take a Mac off of someone. Yeah, I was totally screwed. Well, uh, don't worry, because you can upgrade to next year's model, which will have wireless charging built in, and then you can just set it down on the table, and then you're good to go. I would, I would happily do that. I would happily do that. Although, you know, <laughs> let's get into it. So I now have an iPhone X, uh, and I remember when we talked about the iPhone X, I was super excited about wireless charging. Uh, and But after I realized I was going to get mine sometime in, you know, 2017... I thought about doing the wire cutter pick for a wireless charger, mm-hmm. but then I realized when would I ever like when would I ever use it? Because uh, when I charge it at night, I always play a podcast off of my phone, and so I always have it in the bed with me. I for no, I guess it doesn't have to be there, but that's just like my podcast workflow at this point. So I I don't have a wireless charger. <laughs> And I don't, I can't, I don't see a scenario where I ever would have one until this phone's battery is so bad that I need to be charging it at work. In which case, yeah, being able to just set it down and then pick it up without having to futz around the cable, that'd be pretty cool. You know, I will say, I listen to podcasts. That's what I use my AirPods for, which I know are not as comfortable no. when you're laying in bed. But I only do one ear, and so I'm, you know, on the other. Um, but- yeah, I've done that when I'm in, like, a hotel room. Oh, my God. I was in a hotel room on this business trip. It was a hotel room with the thinnest walls, like, and thankfully, you know, nothing too, you know, too bad happened. There was a family next door, uh, but I forgot about that, 
and I came back and I, you know, put my phone on. I was listening to a podcast before I went to bed. And then I heard all this rustling, like bed rustling from the people next door. And I was like, ah, shit. They can totally hear every word of this podcast through this vent. Uh, So in a scenario like that, I would normally use headphones if I had remembered. But uh, but no, I would say I agree that the my nightstand wireless charger not really necessary. But I really have come to love my desk one only because it props the phone up at an angle. See, my I have a smartwatch Whoa. with no smart features, so to get an alert, <laughs> I have to actually look at the phone, and so having it propped up and <laughs> charging is actually kind of amazing. So that in that case, oh. it makes sense. But I agree, the kind of just casual nightstand type charger, eh, yeah, it's. Not really yeah. necessary. Mm, I mean, I'm sure I'll still get the Apple one, but Colby, what are your thoughts on wireless charging? Uh, I think it's cool. I kind of want, I kind of just want to wait for the Apple one, though. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't want to spend any money on the Samsung. Maybe, I guess maybe I'll get one for work. Um, but I, what I really want is to put my phone and my watch on something. Not that I ever do that at the same time. Like I like to wear my watch at night, so I get I get the bed oh. the bed metrics. So when do you Hashtag charge it? Bed metrics. <laughs> yeah. What? When do you charge it? Just like at some point during the day. The battery lasts about uh. two days, so I can charge it. I have a charger. Yeah. Well, at this point, I have multiple chargers because I I broke my other Apple Watch, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, I have like a charger here. I've gotten another one for work. So like I can just do it whenever, uh, you know, whenever it strikes my fancy or whenever the yeah. battery is, is dead. Makes sense. I, I was, uh, when I do that, I will sometimes charge my watch. Like if I'm leaving my watch on to help wake me up better, if like, so I have to wake up at four in the morning, the watch will sometimes do a better job of wake me up than a sound alarm. Uh, but I, even if just charging it for like the 15 minutes that I'm in the bathroom and like in the shower, that gets me like another 30% or so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. But, but otherwise you guys are enjoying your exes so far. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I have a, a couple, a couple things. Uh, the notch is not as big of a deal as I thought it was. Uh, the face ID thing works a lot better than even like the reports were thing. Cause I was reading some things like, Oh, it's pretty good, but it doesn't work. If you have like, uh, you know, headphones on, or if you're like laying down on your side and it like totally works. And the other crazy thing is it seems to be very conservative about when it unlocks the lock. So when you get it and you set it up with your face, there's this little lock on the screen here. I'll try to show it. Uh, here's my mom complaining about how the show isn't up. But you Aww. see, like, this lock symbol at the top there? Well, now it's unlocked. Uh, but, you know, reset it. Oh, got it. It already did it. So there it is, locked. Yep. That thing switches way after you can swipe up and get in. So when, if you just train yourself to instinctively swipe up from the bottom and just trust that it'll be open, it almost always is. Has that been your experience, Colby? Uh, yeah. So, given I've only been using it for like six hours, um, but it seems like it works way better than I expected it to. Like, it works to the point where you don't even like. I've already found myself forgetting that it that it's mm-hmm. happening. Like, um, 
I don't know, like I just pick up the phone and like swipe up and I'm in in the phone. I think twice, two times I've had it uh, like not work and had to type in my passcode. One time I was laying on my back and holding my phone above my head and uh, I thought about it. And it was like when I do that, my phone is definitely at a weirder angle than uh, normal. Like it's not like bottom up at all. It's like right over my head. So maybe that's why. Um and then the other time was just random. I don't know what happened the but other time. But that's about as reliable as Touch ID is. I mean, that that doesn't do it right. 100% of the time. Right. And you you I I didn't realize like how often I did Touch ID until I started like today <laughs> I was using it and just like pressing the bottom of the screen like all the effing time um which I don't yeah. need to do anymore. Uh it's surprisingly convenient for like Maybe not unsurprisingly convenient for for like. I also find that things. Uh, you know some apps will ask you to use Touch ID like one password and things like that. Uh, for scenarios like that, it's actually faster because I'm always surprised when one password is like, ah, oh, guess what? Now like you didn't have to do it before because the timeout hadn't reached, but now you have to press your thing. This now it's like. By the time that the face ID thing has come up and I realize I need to do something, it's already unlocked. So I didn't I didn't expect that either. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, What do you think of like the new gestures and things like the new things you have to do? Uh, Like the swipes? Yeah, I find the opening it like the home swipe is pretty natural. I'm already got pretty used to that. The control center thing is still uh, is very not natural. So for control center now, you swipe up from the top right, and the phone is, I think, taller. Uh, it certainly is wider, so that's pretty difficult. Uh, it, you know, it wouldn't be really possible on a regular iPhone 7 or, or 6 either for me. Uh, so that's kind of annoying, but I don't use uh, Touch ID that much. I saw it. I was really annoyed by how app switching work for a while because i do like the multitasking app quick switcher thing all the time mm-hmm. and before you like double tap the home button all the cards come up you can scroll through scroll through scroll through uh but now you have to swipe up just a little bit wait for it to click in and then the cards appear and you can swipe which is really annoying until i read on twitter that if you just do like an L, like an, an inverted L shape, so you swipe up and then to the right, mm. uh, it happens way faster. So like once you get used to that pattern, uh, it oh definitely takes some getting used to, uh, but I feel like that's going to be a you lot just, better. You just changed my life. <laughs> I didn't like, I was fine to pause. Like, I don't think I do the app switching that much. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but uh, this is way better. Nope, it's not working. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, it, it takes a bit of getting used to. Uh, I haven't done any of the cool AR games. But I meant to, I just never got around to it. The portrait mode thing is uh, pretty dope. Oh, I haven't done Animoji yet. Oh, Damn it. that's like the one selling. I know. Oh, it's probably because I don't know how to do it. Shame. Uh, <laughs> It's like one of the messenger app things. It took me like 10 minutes to figure oh, out. Messenger apps are so bad. Oh, that UI is terrible. I didn't actually send an emoji because I didn't know what to do. It was it felt too weird. 
Uh, I think like somebody has to teach me how to use it first. I think I'm not not about to like experiment <laughs> with it. It's too scary. Uh, but yeah, I haven't done much else besides that, honestly. But I like it. I haven't even taken a picture yet, which huh. seems like a missed opportunity. That was like the whole point. But the, right. but overall, they're good phones. Is that that's what I'm hearing? We like the phones. Yeah, We're happy good. with the phones. It's, I also didn't leave my apartment really today, so I think I'll 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 know better like after tomorrow when I go to work. Uh, so so you've you've only used it under uh, uh predictable lab conditions. Now we have to take it out it for real world testing. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Gotcha. Bus- business testing. Business testing. Yes. Very mm-hmm. good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I have to get a case because it's too scary. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've, I didn't get a case yet. I'm going to get the, the, the letter. No, but what, like, the color iPhone? Simply, do you have Simply Gray or Classically Silver or whatever uh, the hell they're called? Oh, oh, it's it's Space Gray. Okay. I got the other one. Oh, did you? That's good, because I'm going to get the same case that you have. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure you cannot tell with the case on it what the color on the back actually is, because the front bezel is black in either case. Oh, damn. So, yeah, this is going to go so well. Uh, I think I think you need lock a lock screen background. It just says this is Colby's phone. And then, Dan, you go on and say this is Dan's phone. And then nobody will be confused. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So so the question I had, I think either of you could maybe answer this is or maybe just Sean, like, can it wireless charge through the case? So I've seen reports it it's not a hard and fast rule. It's really it goes by, you know, like if you have one of those like insane, which I don't know how people do it. What were the otter box like? I would want to throw Mm. it into the Grand Canyon and have it be fine type cases. Uh, No. (laughs) But I have seen on Twitter people say that like the sort of thin leather Apple iPhone cases it can charge through. So it's it's really oh, nice. And then it also depends on the charger because some have one magnet, some have two, some have mm-hmm. more powerful. So it's Need that bonus magnet. It's kind of a shitty, <laughs> kind of a shitty thing. This is that's one of the main reasons you don't buy like a super discount wireless charger is because mm-hmm. they're they're less powerful. And you're going to run into more issues. But I, I would say probably with the thin Apple one, I, from what I've read, you're probably fine. Maybe, maybe I'll have to, I'll, well, I'll have to order a case anyways, but yes, uh, I see that's good okay. to know. I had just assumed that it wouldn't work. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a fair assumption. And I know right. like earlier in, you know, uh, incantation, not, the earlier stages of wireless charging, it didn't. Um, and it's the technology has right. gotten better. Now, Colby, what phone did you have before this? I had the seven, the 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 space black seven, not space black, space the jet gray. black, jet black, yeah, jet black. Okay. Uh, I packed it up and put it in the box today. Also, I, I had a. Bu- I have all of mine laid out in my mantle. No joke. <laughs> so I had a bunch of trouble with my Apple Watch. Um. First, I had trouble when I got the new one and when I paired it, it gave it like the same name as the old one and certain things just didn't work at all. Like I couldn't set the watch face on it. 
uh, until I change the name to something else, which is so annoying. It's so yep. annoying to like who who is building software and is like, hey, you know what we'll use for the identifier for this watch? The name that the user puts in. No. Um, and then like something similar happened today where like none of like things worked. I could do the watch face stuff, but none of the apps would connect like uh I don't know, like the Authy app, for example, wouldn't wouldn't connect from the watch to the the phone. So I just like wiped I wiped the watch and redid everything, and and now it works fine. But that was super annoying. Heavy sigh. It's tough being us. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, yeah. people people out there, they don't know. Yeah, they just don't but. get it. Uh, cool. Well, that was our, our Apple update corner there. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated as the, as we progress. Um, we don't, we don't, have to, I, I, I did enjoy the out, don't get me wrong. Uh, but we don't have time for my, uh, haunted modem story. That'll ha- remind me next week to tell that one. Oh man. I can't um, wait. Or I can tell it now if we don't think the news is that interesting, but it's, we, it can wait. Dan, you're muted. We cannot hear what you're I feel like there are two stories we definitely need to talk about, but otherwise, I'm happy to I'm happy to make room for your story to this week, Sean. I'll, I'll keep it very. I promise I'll keep it as short as possible. So, if you have listened, you don't hear it as much on this show, but you could hear it on the coffee and beer radio stuff. There was a hum in the background of my mic, and you really uh-huh. heard it on the bad audio game night stuff because my my audio was much higher than yours, and that was that whining that audio whine you were hearing and i couldn't figure out where it was coming from for the longest time i thought it was audio interference with cables and i tried all this stuff and so one day i'm I'm in by the studio and it's totally silent in my house and i hear a buzzing sound and so i take my ear and i get on the ground and i'm like listening where the hell is this coming from it's the you know like that the big power brick of all electronics you plug into the wall that big Mm -hmm. chunky piece it was my modems was making this horrific buzzing whining sound that it's not supposed to be making. Very terrifying. No. So I called up uh, Spectrum and I said, hey, I need a new modem. And they said, fine, they have a storefront here in town. And they said, come down, we'll give you a new one. And they were very nice about it. And they just gave me a new one. They didn't really ask any questions. I said, just take a new one. I came home, I plugged it in. Ever since I brought this new one into the house, n- everything has gone really weird. <laughs> so my smart lights now just turn on and off for no reason. Just Excellent. randomly. The switches sometimes don't work, and sometimes they do, and then sometimes the lights will just come on. I'll leave the, I'll turn the lights off, leave the room, come back, and the lights are back on again. And so that's weird. And then the other day I was watching Netflix. It started playing really fast for no reason. And then when I exited and restarted it, it was fine. All this weird these shit. These things aren't related. But, but the only thing that's changed is the fact that I have a new modem. Like, my router is the same. Like, everything else is the same. I just swapped it out. Yeah. And now suddenly, no. I'm, I'm telling you, I think it's, I think you, there's something going you, on. Are you losing internet, internet connectivity, do you know? No, I don't think so, because all my other stuff's fine. Mm-hmm. It's only shit ghosts would mess with, Dan. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's the lights, and it's... They're a month late. The TV... I, well, you know, it's it's these sketchy off-brand modems that Spectrum is trying to convince me to use. I don't think that story was as interesting as it was in, in my head, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's not on you. That's on me. 
Anyway, I think we, we have, have some news. We have some, we have some first ever follow-up on this show. Two pieces. I don't think this is first ever. I'm going to challenge you on that. We followed up what? on things. This may be some of the best follow-up we've had. That's true. Some of the most relevant, some of the timeliest. Well, let's jump right into that, which is, uh, we'll start with Snapchat, I guess, because I clicked on it first. Uh, Snapchat released their earnings this past week. Uh, There were a bunch of interesting tidbits out of that. The first being, as Dan mentioned, we talked about this on the show a few weeks ago, that uh, Snapchat was having a hard time unloading their spectacles, their sort of smart camera enhanced sunglasses uh and yeah snapchat confirmed that that was the case and said that uh they have to unload about what was it 40 million dollars worth of these things that are sitting in a warehouse collecting dust if you do the math that's like three four hundred thousand of them uh it came out in the news this week they're gonna try and offload a lot of them in the uk how how many were sitting in the warehouse well they didn't say a number but if you Take the price of them divided by forty million, and it's you know it's about three to four hundred thousand. Okay, that that's are we going to be the... able to buy spectacles at a discount? Um, yes, theoretically. I mean, you can buy them right now on Amazon. I'll look and see what they are. Um, but like I said, they're going to try. They haven't really been selling them overseas. Yeah. So what's the what are they trying to do in the UK? They are trying to a spectacle Brexit. Y- yes. A spectacle Spectre, of spectacles. A They're entering the Brexited UK market. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, you're kind of <laughs> out of your mind a little bit. Um, yeah, they're opening up spectacle pop-up stores in the UK in London. Um, they're sitting on about $40 million worth of units. Um, but they're not apparently in the UK discounting the price. It's one thirty there um, as well as still on Amazon. So they haven't discounted them at all. See, we'll just have to wait. They'll give up eventually. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, they won't have much of a choice. Uh, is part where's, of their... your, where's your price on these, Colby? 50 bucks. 50 bucks? That's reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they don't have much of a choice, Dan. They lost $443 million in the third quarter, nearly quadrupled the amount of cash it burned through during the same period last year. Um, about $40 million of that was those unsold spectacles. Mm. rough stuff now the other big piece to well actually there were a couple pieces but the other really big piece we'll talk about is that they announced that they're dramatically redesigning the app to make it easier to use uh ceo evan spiegel uh was quoted as saying one thing we've heard over the years is that snapchat is difficult to understand or hard to use yeah no shit uh our team has been working hard (laughs) on responding to feedback i don't know how to do the uh any of the fancy video graphics like, you take a video of yourself and you you uh, turn yourself into a hot dog or any of that. I have it, no idea how to do that. It took me, oh, like, yeah. 40 minutes to find the dancing hot dog. Mm. Uh, I don't know how to see. Like, I'm pretty sure. So I know that stories were a thing that Instagram copied from Snapchat. But, like, I don't know where stories are in Snapchat. So sto- No, but you probably <laughs> do, though, because stories are just, you know, when you swipe left and you have, like, what people have posted throughout the day. Those oh, are stories. I've never, see, I've never swiped left. But that's like, but I that's only like swipe swipe right. But that's like half the apps are to the left, and that's where all like the branded content is. 
that oh, see, that I've never seen that branded content. But oh, you haven't seen do... any. So no wonder you don't see any of my Snapchaps. I post them to my story. You don't even know they have stories. No, all oh, I do God. is read the things I get notifications for. See, no, I don't. I don't I read people's stories either. I don't have time to another thing that I like, have to go through. Mm. Like, ugh, oh, no. five, five, every Snapchat's like five seconds. I know, but I have to remember. Like, okay, I got to go to Snapchat and look at all these things. No, I'm is playing it? right into their hands. <laughs> they want me to see something, they have to send me a, an illegal marketing push notification for it. How's see, that? See, Instagram did it right because uh, it's at the top, and I can't leave something unex... Like, I can't have, like, a notification count or something that I didn't look at. That's I just can't do it. But Snapchat, I never see it in in the way that I go through Snapchat, so I never see, never look at them. Yeah, I think opening the app to the camera was a good idea when it started, and is now kind of a dumb idea. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like mm, I guess it's like usually what I want, though, when I open the app. I feel like this. Uh, uh, this isn't actually a good idea, but it would be an interesting application of that. Uh, no pun intended to like multiple app idea from like 2012. Uh, if you have the Snapchat camera, which opens right to the camera and has all the camera stuff and that's all it does. And then you have like, you got a notification that someone sent you a Snapchat, you would get it and it would open up into the, the snap viewer thing. And that's where you could get your ESPN stories or whatever they're called and add friends and see all that stuff. I, I, frankly, but, yeah, I don't could... think that's actually a good idea. Because you know, because you can't install apps as a bundle. I think that's it's really like an iOS Android problem. Uh, but I kind of think that's how you want to use it. Because if I'm if I'm seeing something I want to take a Snapchat of, it's probably something really stupid, and I don't want to spend a lot of time doing it because it's really stupid. Like my stupid Cyber Doorman Snapchat today. I don't know. I put that in my story. Yeah, you'll have to. And I I meant to follow up with you on that because I would like to know more. <laughs> I didn't oh, see I was, just, it I was walking. I don't it see was on those. my way to the uh, Apple Store to, you know, get robbed for a hundred dollars from my charger, and I passed <laughs> by this apartment building and it said "Cyber Doorman," and it was just one of those apartment buildings that had a camera on it and some buttons. Uh, I tell that's cool. Uh, no, I honestly, uh, and Snapchat even said this in one of their many statements that. One of the things that they've kind of eschewed in the past and now want to move towards is personalization in the app. Tailoring mm -hmm. content, more algorithmic stuff, delivering more specific content based on your history type stuff. Oh, and yeah. I think customizing, like, Dan, they should just have a toggle, and you say, I want the camera first, or I want stories first, or I want branded yeah, content first. I think the problem is that almost no one's going to, they're not going to interact with that toggle. They're going to keep the default. But I agree. So what you do is you find out, okay, 80% of our users use the camera first. Okay, then you leave that as the default and give the other 20% the option. I'm just saying, I think I think there was, there was mm -hmm. a good article, I have it in our rundown here from TechCrunch, where they kind of go through all the things that Snapchat said they were going to do, and then all the things they're doing now that are the opposite, because the things they said they were going to do didn't work. <laughs> One of those being personalization. Um, they also mentioned things like uh, influencers. Snapchat said, uh, you know, it's a close friends network. Uh, it's really not about, it's not a broadcast network. And now they're like, no, now we need a creator community. And we, you know, things that there's a whole big, we don't need, we don't need adults. We're for teens. And they're like, no, turns out we need to expand <laughs> our product to people who aren't uh, teens. Womp womp. Et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. All I yeah. know is the Snapchat's terrible. It's the design is <laughs> it's it's fun. They were Do you guys know how to get to the map? 
There's a map? There's 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 a map. Do you know how to get to the map? I saw wait, the wait, map wait. once. Let me try I to think... figure it out. Let me try to figure it out. I will be Dan, uh, I will I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it's to the right. Dan, there's five dollars in it if you can get to the map in the next two I'll give you two minutes. Because okay. I don't it's bizarre this app. Uh okay. Uh Okay, geo story. I can create a new story no. in a geography. No. That's not what I want. No, you should see a map. Um, and it shows where all, all where all stuff is on a map. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> this app is so... Oh, God. This app I is can't, so I fucking can't do shit. it. Uh, search. Uh, no. Current place. Uh, travel. Nope. Deerfield Beach? No. Nope. Dan, if you found it, it would look like this. It's got like a like a map of your location, and then you can go around and see all the things happening around you. No, I can't figure it out. I all give right. up. Would, would you like to know the answer? The folks at home, would you like to know the answer? Uh, from, yes. the, from the camera, from the main screen, uh, pinch out. Or no, I'm sorry, pinch in. From the cab, from the main screen. Yeah. Pinch out. Or no, I'm sorry, pinch oh, in. Oh my god. Pinch in. Yeah. Or, or one of them. Oh, you're, you're zooming out. Yeah. Yeah. But the other, whatever the opposite of. Oh that. yeah, and now it gives you a little tutorial on how to yes, use this. Yes, because you've never crap. used it. Don't give them your location because Snapchat will always publicly post wherever you are constantly. So go into whatever ghost mode or whatever they call it. Where it's private. My that, that's my pro tip. Anyway, that is Snapchat's terrible UI. Amazing. That's like one of their big get a features. Heat map. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it shows you where all the hot spots are, and it'll show you like you should be able to because we're. Although I'm. Yeah, I can see. I can see where some of my friends live. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, if you zoom in, it's like really like you can see like what buildings they're in. It's like very specific. It's kind of creepy. When they first rolled it out, I don't remember. I, we might have talked about it on the show. I don't remember. Um, but it was very I think I remember gross. talking about it. So yeah. I couldn't believe it when you said it. Yep. Yeah. So it's a cool idea. Um, if people knew how to find it. Anyway, we'll look forward to that. I'm take a screenshot in this on this phone. Oh, there we go. Oh, how do you take a screenshot? Volume up and the the right button. I guess that's the power button. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I will say the the iOS 11 like screenshot annotation mode, amazing. Pretty cool. Because you know, like I never uh, take a screenshot on purpose and don't want to do something with it <laughs> that I can do right from here. Uh, I'm I'm really all about it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I should stop stop messing with screen trust. I also like that that when you are done, it prompts you to get rid of it because that's also what I want to do with this screenshot <laughs> after after I've done what I wanted to do with it. Yeah, I have far too many of those in my photo library that I forget to delete the old ones. Anyhow, oh my uh, gosh, you can see Snapchats in the Faroe Islands. I, Dan is Dan. I'm gonna get you so into Snapchat, man. You're gonna be posting stories and uh, dancing hot dogs, and you're gonna be 
You're gonna be all about that. Yeah, we'll see. Dream on. Uh, all right, that was Snapchat. Um, we can do the other piece of follow-up here, which was we talked about this a week or two ago on the show. Uh, no, maybe a little longer than that. About Twitter testing longer tweets, up to 280 yes. characters, doubling the previous limit. It was a limited test, a global test, limited nonetheless. Twitter has rolled it out to everyone. They will be uh, the standard in every language where Twitter is available, except for Chinese, Japanese, and Korean, where the 140-character limit will still apply. They say because those languages fit a fewer characters, they don't really need the, the 280. Um, that's pretty much it. It's available to everybody. So you, you should already see it and have seen it. And uh, they said only 5% of tweets sent during the test exceeded 140 characters, and just 2% exceeded 190 characters. So they don't think people will at least in the test, be sending that long of tweets. I don't know, guys. Have you have you noticed the difference in your in your twittering? Uh, I certainly have noticed that tweets are longer. I noticed a bunch of people tweeting about how they could make <laughs> tweets that were longer. I'm ready for that to be over. I'm so right. ready. Like that, I know it will pass, and I'm just ready for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I don't remember the last time I composed a tweet of my own. Uh, so if we can I, I find can't out. say that it's affected my life, really. Uh, I can only imagine what I said. <laughs> yeah, we miss you. Uh, we miss you on Twitter, Colby. Yeah, I haven't tweeted sometimes? any. I haven't tweeted anything very long. Since and Dan's a new... Dan, you're a great tweeter. Thank you. I, wow. I, I get a hoop. What, and, what, and I, what I, about I, it really speaks to you? Well, a healthy chunk of that is that I don't understand most of it. Mm. They're jokes that do not apply to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, the, the Dan Miller overheards are pretty, mm. are pretty, that's like, that's the star of the show. I feel like I, I should I feel publish like, that as a book. I think so. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen as many of those lately as I, no, as I, they, grown they have fallen too. off. Uh, the last one was an overheard from Colby. Ah, uh, I I think we need like a, I think we need a list of all the don't panic overheards because some of those are really great. Colby, did you say I like the bits more than the fits, or was that someone else? I don't think so. That, was that, doesn't, good. that doesn't sound like something. I wish I had written down who had said it. But this is the game where you have to guess because, like, <laughs> like I found one here where from September fourth, I find I make more cocktails in the winter because it's sadder. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> I definitely said that. Yeah. That is one hundred percent me. Uh, classics. Anyway. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, I am not opposed to two eighty. I haven't made use of it, but there have been plenty of times in the past where I've I would have liked it. Like anytime you you, not I don't write tweets that often, but I often write a tweet and I'm like, oh, this. Exactly says the simple point I'm trying to get across. But it's like, okay, gotta take out the period, and I'm gonna use this worse word for this other one, and like no, no, you know, Oxford commas or anything, and it's just ugh, it feels so dirty afterwards. So I'm looking forward to needing those 280 characters. Yeah, I am. Uh, well, first of all, let me say Twitter.com/slash/jazzdan, um, but. Uh, <laughs> overheard yeah plug your plug your plug your twitter uh no i you know i'm really i'm i'm like so torn about 280 because on the one hand as somebody who works in a business and has to write tweets for a living 
um, my job just got a zillion times easier. Mm. And even not like I'm not going to go all the way to 280 most of the time, but being able to like, because I have to write like short stuff for all the social networks. Like you, you're not going to write a paragraph on Facebook or Instagram either. So it's just having to be always stuck. Now there's really, it's like almost like there's no limit because I'm writing short shit anyway. And so that's very helpful. I can write actual sentences. So I do like that. As a Twitter user, the whole point of Twitter is that I can quickly read a lot of things. And when they get twice as long, I can read half as much things. And that kind of sucks. Like, I cannot... I'm a big scroller. Like, I literally think I'm going to bust my eyes one of these days uh, just from how much scrolling text I'm reading on Twitter. And you cannot do that as quickly or efficiently when it's like short thing, short thing, long thing, short thing, long thing, short thing. It, my rhythm is off. My Twitter rhythm is off. And it's it's like I'm very <laughs> anal about it, but it's very upsetting. And what Your I twithem? My twithem is... is, is uh, I'm screwed. And I would say that... When it comes to 280, and, and don't explain to me why this won't work in reality. I admit that. This is theoretical purely. I think you should have to earn 280 characters. Like, I feel like not everyone... It's almost like being verified, where it's like, you know, like, quality Twitter users should get 280. Like, I want, like, I follow a lot of reporters. Like, I'd like them to have 280. But, like, dumbasses... I do not want them to have 280. Like you were saying, Dan, like people making jokes about being at 280, like that, I don't, they shouldn't get 280. Like you have to earn it. You have to be like a quality Twitterer. That, mm. That's how I feel about 280. Mm. It's not the end of the world. I'm not, because I think we all remember when Facebook put out the news feed. Remember that? And everyone, oh, wow, they've ruined Facebook. Oh my, and they actually did. But that's not the point. Um, it's, I, you know, I think people are overreacting a little bit on Twitter. We'll all be fine, but I do kind of, I do kind of miss the old limit a little bit. Mm. Now, uh, I have, I, I've, uh, found all of my overheards. Uh, so mafia is like duck, duck, goose, but you kill people. Uh, <laughs> we don't hire Anakin Skywalker, no show of November. And then I just lost my razor July. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. The failure mode of being clever is being an asshole. <laughs> oh no! That's really good. That's on a on t-shirt. Point. <laughs> the nice thing about a single point of failure is you only have one thing to troubleshoot. <laughs> uh, I like these. These are good. good uh, hang on. Soonish is the answer for all things that aren't already happening. <laughs> <laughs> I always would enjoy that when we'd stop. I woke up this morning and I was banned for the PHP IRC channel. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, I, I have to stop. No, I, uh, it was always great because we would finish taping the show and then I'd go read Twitter and be like, oh shit, Dan's, t Dan's subtweeting me. He's, he's tweeting the, the shit I'm saying. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, so one thing I realized today is that like, At some point in the recent past, I like somehow convinced myself that I wanted to use the regular Twitter app instead of Tweetbot. Ooh. And like, I try. I went back to Tweetbot today, and I was like, "Oh, what was I thinking? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I've been doing." It's so the 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 nonlinear newsfeed is really so unpleasant. Like, Garbage. I look, I get why they want it because I end up like reading more tweets, but like. It's horrible. I hate it. And 
So I have to. But use... I see the same things multiple times. It drive that drives me insane. I don't want to see anything more than once ever. I have to use Twitter.com for work, and that is even <sighs> worse than the app. And the big problem I have is a. You're right. The algorithm is is whack. But also, uh, promoted tweets just look bad. Like, they're not good. Like, I'll give Facebook credits as much as I don't like seeing the ads. Like, they're not super obtrusive. And they kind of just flow into your newsfeed. Like, props to them. Twitter promoted tweets, on, especially on the website, are, like, really ugly and super aggressive. And I get, like, weird ones where it's, like ladies in yoga clothes like talking about how sexy they are and i'm like a you paid for this and i don't know what you're advertising and b why are you showing up in my tweets like my business tweets it's my business account like this is weird um and so no twitter.com is garbage why do you think that is all i i get are like developer things in my promoted tweets I, I don't I think it's I think it's because the corporate account is so like has such a lack of personality we get like the most generic ads <laughs> like 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 because we don't follow any kind of like well I guess we follow a lot of roofing stuff but I then again mm. I don't think there are many roofing companies advertising <laughs> on Twitter so because I get I what I do is I get a like Stitch Fix and Hello Fresh I get a lot of like startups so I think they're just targeting everybody would be my guess I people P- yes <laughs> I am a people. <laughs> Um, and I do not buy their products on Twitter, so leave me alone. Um, yeah, no, Tweetbot is for sure the way to go. Cool. That feels good. Yes. I totally one, one more, that. one more Dan overheard. Bring it on. It's not a meeting. It's a scheduled coincidence. Yeah. You gotta, Dan, you gotta pull out every episode. You gotta pull out one of these out of storage and share, share Dan's, Dan's overheard words of wisdom. It's a shame you just this lose the, I like remember this happened. This conversation is like Westworld. I wish I had a subreddit so I could know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> uh, Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, we do have time for one more story, uh, and we've got a few in here. We got Facebook wanting your nude photos, Amazon's new private labels, renting apartments on Facebook, freemium prime streaming. Any of that? grabbing your attention Uh, Uh, so uh are people upset about the facebook thing or is it just a thing that's happening yeah i was gonna ask about that i think people are confused because facebook like rolled it out in a test but like didn't explain it and then they did mm. explain it and while it made more sense i think people were still confused so let me break it down it's being piloted in australia in partnership with the country's they call it their e-safety commissioner but basically cyber safety department and here's how it works let's say hypothetically uh colby and i got in a fight we got really angry and colby terrible temper okay he's a very disturbed young man And let's say he hypothetically had some, should we say, compromising photos or videos of me. This is all hypothetical. I want to be very clear about that. And so So I think Colby is vindictive, and I'm very worried he might do something malicious with my inappropriate content of me. What I can do is I can go to Facebook and preemptively send them those inappropriate photos or videos 
What Facebook will do is someone, a member of Facebook's community operations team will review those images to make sure that they're actually, I guess, inappropriate photos of me. And then they will hash it or create a numerical representation of that image that cannot be read by humans. Yeah, hashing. Woo. And they, um, and they will use that to compare it um, to any photos Colby might post on Facebook or anyone might post um, to see as a detection system. Um, yeah, and then Facebook will delete the photo, uh, and then they'll delete from their servers, and then they'll say, uh, yeah, then they'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like one of those things where Facebook's betraying their worldview here. Like, I I understand from an engineering perspective why this might seem like a good idea, and I understand from a product perspective why this might seem like a good idea, because having listened to a podcast about this, those community operations people see everything anyways. Uh, so if your stuff is going to get posted and you report it, they're going to see it anyways. So if, if that is something you're afraid of, might as well get out ahead of it. But like, they really didn't seem to present this. Well, I don't know what you could do better. It's a like really terribly sticky subject. Gross. Uh, but yeah, I guess maybe just explain it up front. I don't know. Did they not? Well, no, because when they we, when they originally kind of announced it, um, they just thought it was people were upload sending Facebook their nude photos. Like the hashing thing wasn't part of the original. They didn't really explain what they were doing with the photos in the initial report, and so mm-hmm. I think people were a little concerned that you're like, oh, just like some dude at Facebook is going to get all the photos, you know, sort of with all oh, they're going to keep them on their servers and all this sort of stuff the, the the technical side of it wasn't really in the initial report. So I think that worried people. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing they in general don't, I feel like they just avoid talking about it. Right. Because like, you know, like I work there, like there are tools where you can like log into other people's accounts for debugging and stuff. But like, if, if I ever logged into your account, Sean, while I was a Facebook employee, I would have been fired immediately because I knew you and, and we were friends on Facebook. Like, um, I don't know. I feel I feel like in it, they, that their approach is usually just like we're not going to say anything of, like we won't acknowledge. Not that they won't acknowledge it. I'm sure they'd acknowledge it like when asked, like, of course, they'd say yes. Like, yes, this is what happens. But they don't like proactively talk about how any of that works and yeah at all i guess i guess you kind of can't blame them but it's super weird well i i think like basically anything on the internet we as users are in a blissful ignorance when it comes to our content and what's really going on not that i'm saying they're necessarily doing something nefarious they just don't always tell us nor do we ask how things work in terms of our content um, and in terms of, of what we do on and what they know, we were just talking about Facebook's ad platforms and what they know about us. And, you know, I think, uh, I think we, we kind of purposefully or, or non-purposefully, uh, just don't ask those questions in general. And so I think when these stories come out, I'm sure Facebook would have rather we not hear about it at all, um, except for those involved mm. in the test. But this is kind of a bit of an extreme 
version of of what we're talking about so the 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 headline summary of this the the 180 character uh synthesis 280 well (laughs) two 280 or 180 i think either way it's pretty 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 eye-catching um yep i feel like they're that's not a thing they're great at predicting unfortunately yeah i i think it's interesting although i don't know what would like if Colby really wanted to get those nude photos of me out there, um, I don't know why he couldn't just like Photoshop them slightly. And I don't know how good these hashes are, but um, anyway, yeah, but I pull out them for trying. Just post I, a link to it and get around yeah, it. Yeah, post it somewhere else. And yeah, I mean, it's I, they're trying. I guess I guess we can't really fault them for trying now, can we? Yeah, I think on the whole. This is probably a good thing, but it's super difficult to explain. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. But th- this is why people come to a panic. So, guys, on the don't panic right. scale of panic or don't panic, how are we rating <laughs> this one? I think, I think I think don't panic. I think so, too. I would agree. Yeah. A right. solid don't panic. Yet. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. Could you imagine... Like you put in your resume to Facebook and they're like, wow, we think you're really great. We love your your past work experience. We think you're a hardworking guy. Uh, we're going to hire you for our community relations team. And it's going to be your job to check uh, nude photos that people are sending in and make sure that they we can properly hash them. Well, I don't remember if this was an article or a podcast, but it was some bit of media where they talked about uh, the the UX problems around conflict resolution on Facebook, where if someone's mm. like starts reporting a bunch of someone's posts because they just like kind of have a, having a spat at the moment, mm-hmm. how can you design a program to de-escalate two humans who are pissed off at one another without having to tie up an expensive human to review the posts? I uh, feel like that's a, that's a classic Facebook talk. Yeah. Um, I've heard Several times, podcasts. Yeah, maybe podcasts, this is a talks. perennial topic. They they've also I they also talked about that like when I started working there, like that was part of like the the in company training. But I've definitely mm-hmm. heard it at least in one podcast. Yeah, and that stuff is that's pretty cool. Like there aren't many places where you really have to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should look at better at it. We will see. Um, all yeah, right. They, just have to, uh, <laughs> they should apply some of this to uh, detecting uh, fake news, and everyone will be happy. Yeah. Well, some people will be. No, <laughs> no news. one will ever be happy. No. This is the Dude. world we live in. All right. Well, it's that time of the show where we move on to picks, where each of us brings something we're interested in to the uh, to the show, and we share it with you, the world. Um, and I think Colby gets to go first today because he doesn't usually get to go first, and that's not right. Oh, thanks. <laughs> we uh, should we should uh, hire someone to listen to every episode, and whenever Sean says, I think that so-and-so should go to, get to go first because they don't usually get to go first, and at that point assess how right or wrong that is. <laughs> I would say, I'm just trying to think of like, no, we're probably even a third, a third, a third. I think we're pretty good. I would be curious it. to know. I don't know. All right, we'll we'll get a task rabbit on that. 
don't know. <laughs> I feel like you're right. Like I feel like I I rarely go first with the picks, but yeah. maybe that's not true. We're gonna turn that around. Um, so my pick this week. Uh, so every once in a while, I like to do a thing where I use a different piece of software for a while than I would normally use just to see if I'm missing out on anything. Uh, usually I do this with like my, my programming editor, uh, apparatus. Um, I find it's good practice. Like I, a couple of times over, over the course of the last six years, I've like switched to something and not gone back to the thing that I was using before. Um, only a couple of times. Uh, but it happens. But in any case, uh, recently there was there was big news out of out of Mozilla because they they have uh, launched a big like rewrite of the internals of the Firefox web browser uh, to make it faster, I guess. Um, and so I decided to try using Firefox for a, a little while instead of Chrome. Uh, and I really, I've enjoyed it. I've only been doing it for a couple of days. I've been doing it on, I decided to try and do it on iOS as well, too. I usually just use Safari oh, wow. on iOS because so, it's so inconvenient to use anything else besides Safari. Um, but I think I really like it. And the thing, the thing that really got me on iOS in particular was this just happened today where I, opened a link in a new tab and it didn't bring me kick me out to the new tab blew my mind because that's all <laughs> i want that's all i want safari to do that's what safari does on ipad uh, but it's never what it does on on the iphone uh and i hate it but the desktop version so i don't know uh i don't think the speed improvements uh apply to ios because i'm assuming Firefox on iOS is just uh, rendering a Safari web view as as most things are because I don't think uh, Apple lets them have their own browser engine. But the desktop one's pretty good. It's worth a worth it worth a look if you I don't know don't trust Google with with. Now have you have you done a uh, Safari version of this? Mm, I haven't done Safari no. Friend of the show, Greg is very disappointed. Oh, oh no, not Greg. I've been, yeah, I did that last year, I th- or I guess earlier this year when I got my tiny MacBook. I was like, well, Safari has a lot better like battery life, so mm. I'll just try using Safari. And uh, if I'm not doing web development, which I'm not anymore, anyways, uh, I use Safari now. It's great, super fast. Battery's great. Doesn't light my computer on fire. Uh, but I, I've heard good things about the the new Firefox version, but I'm waiting for the rewrite to make it into any sort of like stable release. Because I tried it a couple months ago, I guess two months ago, and it, it like it worked good, but then it would like crash, like weird shit would mm-hmm. happen. Is yeah. there a is it out in like the stable? Yeah, Firefox oh, okay. 56 is is out of out of beta or whatever, and into the into the public channel. Uh, cool. That, that was what, what prompted my my try. Sweet, but, yeah, it's pretty good so far. Very cool. And Dan, now that now that you're a Windows user, you can take the Edge, the Microsoft Edge challenge. Well, when I was using Windows, 
I, I did finally get a response for that company today, and they are, they are RMAing me again. So we'll see. Uh, I did I did use Edge. It was fine. It gets the job done. It was it's yeah it's it was way better than I remember Internet Explorer being. Uh, I had no problems with it. Cool. All right. Well, their, their ads on on Windows are a little aggressive. Oh boy. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah. Are they you sure it. you don't want to be using Edge? It's a new, faster browser from Microsoft. It's like, yeah, I explicitly made a decision not to use Edge. The... That's why you're showing me this message, because you're not the default browser. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're getting OneDrive and Cortana. They're really aggressive with that. All right. Yeah, Google is the same thing. It's whenever you go to Google.com. Fair enough. sure you don't want to try Chrome? It's faster. Yeah, aren't they all? Okay. Oh, uh, isn't it funny how they all claim to be faster? Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? And I'm sure right. they each have like, some chart that they says they are. Like faster on Google's benchmarks. Have you noticed that? <laughs> no, I haven't noticed that. I was going to say it's like cars, right? There's like everybody everybody's the best in some some award or some or or another. Best in class, right. small to mid-size SUV according to blank yeah, with manual transmission, yeah. Hey, every pizza shop's got the best pizza in town. Mm-hmm. It's true. I still haven't found a pizza place that I... That I Ooh, that... Uh, nearby. You it's know, a shame. You know, there's a town that has pretty good pizza. Go Philadelphia. What? <laughs> and, you know, as a person as a person who didn't grow up in New York or Connecticut, I can eat almost any pizza, but, like, I haven't found sufficient pizza yet and that's like the bar's pretty low i should have taken you to get houston pizza you you would have just you would have <laughs> just i oh. i have a hard time imagining pizza that's worse than california pizza because <laughs> the thing that's amazing about california pizza is it like there's no reason why it should be so bad yeah in california like there's people from all over the world i'm sure you could get some you know italians in there I'm like there should be plenty of fancy restaurants. There's plenty of college students and young professionals who just want a piece of pizza. But no, mm-hmm. it's all terrible. I bet that Houston pizza was better. That's a tough one. That's a tough. Because but I but I, I can't imagine it being worse. I mean, the, that place. There's a place in uh, what's that that town called that everything's in in Palo Alto, like downtown on the street where all this stuff is. And nothing is at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's called Pizza My Heart. It's the worst pizza I've ever had in my entire life. Oh. And that is like including the cafeteria pizza that we had in elementary school. Put them on blast. Like, Put them on blast. So bad. It's not even. I pizza My Heart, if you want us to watch the podcast, we won't let you get out of here. <laughs> yes. Take we won't take your money. <laughs> I don't know. It's I. It's probably something I built up in my head to be worse than it actually was because this was like, I don't know, when I was like twenty, just turned twenty-one years old, like five years ago. Um, I think in some ways that's when your palate for pizza is most refined. <laughs> that's probably true. That was the point in my life where I ate the most pizza. I think. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a yeah. shame. Yeah. But in any case, I've I've work to do. I guess. Okay. Yes. Let us report back. Let us know how that goes. Yeah, I will. Um. All right. We're going to continue on to. I suppose, Mr. Dan, we can work our way up the list here. 
So, yeah, this one's quick. Colby mentioned this app uh, earlier, and I remembered that I just started using it today. So I got a new iPhone, and one of the worst parts historically about getting a phone if you work at a a tech company is you have to read two-factor. You can't log into anything because you forgot. I, I tried to remember to bring my phone, my other phone in, and just use it over Wi-Fi so I could, you know, not be blocked on not being able to two-factor into anything, but I forgot, so I had to wait for someone to, like, reset all my passwords and did scan the stupid barcodes, and it's a huge pain. And someone was like, you should just use Authy. It saves your tokens, your, like, two-factor tokens encrypted so that you can just log back into your Authy account and you get all that stuff back. And this is great because I don't... I didn't use two-factor for anything outside of work until today because then i was like oh well god if i don't have to change like my personal google account and my like github and all this crazy crap every time i get into a phone then of course i'll just enable two-factor why not uh so if you have two-factor problems check out authy works really well uh it's better than the google authenticator app even uh without the saving the token functionality so highly recommended a u t h y dot com. Uh, two things I mentioned. One, Dan, don't forget uh, take, to learn a lesson from me. Don't forget to print out those little codes that they give you when you turn on two factor. No, no, no. Here's what I do now: put them in LastPass. But is your LastPass two factor authenticated? I mean, sorry, one password. No. Okay. Well, then you're good. Then good. There you go. Very important. Uh, and the other thing I mentioned, Dan. Uh, fun fact: that's actually the second time we've picked Authy on this show. What? What? Really? Yes. Oh, who picked, picked it before? You? Was it Colby? It was you. It was me. Back all the way, all the way back. Uh, no joke. October of 2014, three years ago. What? Episode Kablamo. 66. Dang. Oh my god. So you know, I wish I had been paying more close not, attention. Not right. No. Um. Yeah. Oh. In that. Oh man. Not to get us off topic. Here's what you want to know what we talked about in episode 66. Yes. Um, Apple Pay, soon to come out. Um, let's see. Um, oh, Snapchat. Ads are coming to Snapchat. <laughs> um, Tesla reveals. Uh, no, that's not. Oh, and then uh, iPad rumors ahead of the Apple event that fall. So there you go. I mean, what what was that? The Air Two. I already clicked away from it, so I don't know. More app, better processors, probably. Uh, all right, I will dive in here and give you a spin on my pick, which is Stitch Fix. Uh, Dan, I know a while yeah. back you picked Trunk Club. Um, yeah. And I saw the wire cutter went ahead and made their pick for their like preferred online style service. They pitched St- stitch fix, which is my green light to spend some money and give it a shot. Um, anyone who knows me, uh, knows a couple things. One, uh, I have no taste in fashion Two, I do not like shopping for clothes and three, uh, my body has a weird shape and nothing fits me. So, um, clothes are really not my strong suit. And so I need all the help I can get. And I said, I'll give stitch fix a shot. Um, I already received one box from them. Uh, the way it works is uh, you fill out this exhaustive survey about everything from what clothes you wear to what you do for fun to whether shirts fit you and what patterns you like, all this stuff. And they send you a box of five or six things. Uh, you can do it once a month or you can do it on demand. And it's got a mix of shoes and pants and shirts and jackets and all kinds of stuff. 
Uh, they charge you a $20 fee, but if you keep at least one of the items, they just put that. So if it's a $25 shirt, it just costs $25, not $45. They just put it towards the cost of the item. Uh, you only pay the $20 if you return everything. And so uh, I got my first package. It was actually it was really nice stuff. The quality was really good. It, they were all hip. Frankly, some of it was too hip for me, uh, and I had to send it back, but I did keep a pair of chinos and a t-shirt, so uh, I was pretty impressed by the quality and the style, and then they'll take my feedback from that order, and actually, I have a, this was a month or two ago, and actually, I have another sh uh, box on order, so that'll be coming in a couple weeks, so uh, I'm excited to keep trying this. Cool. It's, it, it, is, it is really nice stuff, and it is very stylish, and nothing was too aggressive for me, so... Um, I'm curious how they'll incorporate my feedback into my second box. That's my big, because they ask you when you get there, like, what did you think of the shirt? Did you think it was too expensive or too cheap? Did you think it was too big or too small? So they ask you questions. I'm curious about how the data works. Um, and I will say one other thing, which is if you go to our website, don'tpanic.io and look to the picks there, if you're interested, if you click uh, Stitch Fix there, uh, it'll be my referral link. So I'll get 25 bucks and you get to try it risk-free. So please give me your money. Thank yeah, you. Do they, do they get anything? Uh, the satisfaction of knowing I get $25 worth of free clothes. <laughs> they get that sweet, sweet lead. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You know what? And I think they even throw in free shipping, which they do for everybody, but you'll also get it. So <laughs> get psyched for that. But there you go. All right. Cool. Well, this was a barn burner. Oh, my God. This was... We covered a lot of stuff. That was a whirlwind of adventure. Um... And we're glad everyone out there joined us for this. Uh, let's get some quick plugs out of the way because, you know, I love doing that. Uh, we're doing D&D &D over at Game Nights at GameNights.tv. We're, we're, we're beginning a new adventure. We just taped this past Sunday, so we'll have a new episode coming out this week uh, of, our, of our adventure. And I think we're doing good, but really you'll have to listen and tell us. Mm -hmm. um, it's certainly fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, that Shit. I can promise you. Shit hasn't even gotten real yet. That's what scares me is like <laughs> we're we're like just dipping our toes in the water and already like our toes have burned off. So <laughs> we are we're, we're really so, going crazy. I will say in in what I imagine will be in the second half of the part we, we recorded last time. I think some some really great unexpected stuff. happened. We have some very <laughs> big imaginations. And so we do some crazy stuff. So that's a lot of fun. You can check out GameNights.tv. I recommend subscribing because the release schedule is not super consistent. So um, subscribing is the best way to get the show there. Uh, and I'll also do a quick plug for Up for Debate at UpForDebate.tv. Um, check out last week's episode. We did our movie draft for the Winter Movie League, which is a ton of fun. Uh, we'll be updating that throughout the year. And then this coming week, we'll have a new episode. Matt and I are talking Console Wars, which is an excellent book about Nintendo and Sega in the 90s. Um, wonderful book. We'll go deep into the review on that. Uh, again, recommending subscribing at upfordebate.tv. Let's wrap up with this show. Don'tpanic.io is our website. I won't go through all the spiel on that, but go to the website. The links will be there, the shows, the picks, where you can subscribe, anywhere you get podcasts. I know I'm not supposed to say that, but I did. Um, and then uh, youtube.com slash show for the video version. Uh, we will be back next time. Are we going to be back next week? It's a holiday week. Monday is not really the holiday. Uh, it's possible. All I don't right. know. Okay. Wow, what a tease. We'll be back eventually with more Don't Panic. This is why you gotta subscribe. This is why you gotta subscribe. It's like a treat that just shows up in Overcast. Uh, so schedule, you don't know when it's gonna be starting. 
Nope. It just happens. It, it just, boom, like magic. Uh, and we'll be there. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. On behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean. We appreciate it always. We'll see you next time for more tech news and fun times here on Don't Panic. <laughs>